Hey guys, welcome back to Who Hurt You. Guys, it's a good week. Light is shining through the tunnel because my gym finally got the okay to open and I've gone a few times this week and I feel like a whole new human. I'm going to go a few more times this week because I love it there so much. I just got my hair done. So that's a whole separate kind of new human feeling. Oh my gosh, hair is back to dark, super, super dark. We're ready to start this year. I feel like I'm just starting over again at this point. We're like halfway through the year, so I guess it's time to clean the slate and, you know, try to make the most of this hectic 2020. My hair was pretty much its natural color at this point. I literally have not seen my hairdresser since November of 2019, if that. And I saw her today. She had the biggest smile and under her mask. I'm assuming it was a smile, I guess. But her eyes, her eyes told me she had a huge smile. And she was like, hi, I haven't seen you in so long. And I was like, oh my God, I missed you so much. And I didn't even realize how much I missed you. But I'm, I'm really happy if you can't tell. I drive 45 minutes to go see my hairdresser. She is down by where my grandparents live. And people are like, why do you drive so far to get a hairdresser? You could literally find one closer to you. Like, there's great people in the city. And I'm like, sure, yeah, okay. But also, why do people stay in toxic relationships? Uh, They know they should leave. It's clear people tell them to leave. But guess what? These people know what the other person likes. And my hairdresser, she knows what I like. So I go to her because it's easy and I don't have to repeat myself. And she knows that I don't like my hair to be cut too much. And she does it just right. She's great. Love her. Okay. So the gym situation. I know some places gyms are opening, some places they're not. Anywhere you go, there's a lot of new precautions, restrictions that they have in place. So mine, you have to book an appointment. Every other machine is open. You only get to stay there for an hour and 15 minutes, I believe. And the slots are every hour and a half. So I guess in that extra 15 minutes, they clean everything down. You have to wear a mask the whole time. Of course, like this isn't anyone's favorite thing to do. But for the safety of everyone, I will wear the dang mask. Like lifting isn't fun in a mask. I'll tell you that straight up. I did legs the first day back and squatting with weights on you when you already are like, (gasps) as you're going down and coming back up, like it's hard enough on your lungs. Like having the mask on top isn't the best in the world. I'm probably going to have to look into getting some sort of mask that is meant for that. But cardio is even worse. I saw girls coming in this gym just to do cardio for the whole time you're allowed to be in there an hour and 15 minutes of cardio in a mask I just couldn't I can't fathom doing that like power to you guys but honestly like I would just go find a trail or something to walk run I don't know buy a bike maybe or invest in a peloton I don't know but I could not I was on the stairmaster because I miss the stairmaster so so much I was on there for like 15 minutes wheezing I don't know how I made it through that but seeing these girls on cardio machines for that long I was just in awe of like wow that is serious dedication like good for you guys but I felt super safe while I was there I would rather wear the mask and have the gym open any day than not have the gym because it has done so much for me already there were maybe 20 people in the gym while I was there 
I didn't see anyone that I knew that's probably because you have to book the appointment. I think there's like 98 people that are able to book at one time. So the first day that I went, there were like 20 people there. But then the next day, I'd say maybe like 60. I think there were maybe 20 spots left on the app where you can book it. So it could have been a lot of people, but it didn't feel like it since everything was so spaced out. Like I didn't have to wait for anything, which was amazing. And honestly, anyone that goes to the gym, like going to the gym when there's no one there is one of the best times to go. So I'm not going to complain about that. I did look though. at So I go at like a four o'clock time because that's when I would typically go and when I get off of work and I booked my appointment for tomorrow and there's literally, there were like seven spots left. You can book up to 25 hours in advance of going to the gym. So I want to go at four. I literally was on my app at three. I set an alarm because I am that kind of a crazy person when it comes to getting my workout in. And I signed up. There were like 20 spots left. I checked like 10 minutes later and there were like seven left. So I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I saw the 530 time slot, which I guess is usually when a lot of people get off of work, was completely full and there was a wait list. So it's insane. There's going to definitely be some changes. If I don't make it, I might end up at the gym at like 8 p.m. I don't know what's going to happen. So I guess we'll see. I felt super weird that the gym was so empty. It's just kind of like you remember how it used to be. And I didn't see anyone I know. I was driving after though. And I saw some kid walk out of the gym without the mask. And I was like, oh, like I know that person. But when I was in the gym, I had absolutely no idea it was him. So maybe that's a kind of a cool thing too. I don't know. It is really nice though that you're able to get through everything you want to do and you don't have to sit and wait for too long. I can't even begin to explain how much the gym does for my mental health. Getting out of the house for that hour and a half to go do something for myself for the first time in four months. Oh my God, it felt amazing. I have been working out from home around like five to six times a week. I will say I used to go to the gym six days a week. Me and my roommate were always there So this adjustment is a really difficult and painful adjustment for me to not have the gym. So going there, oh my God, like working out from home just doesn't give me the same satisfaction as physically going to a gym and using real equipment. I love working out, but having to work out from home has been slowly making me dread it and not have that solid groove. And in these few days that I have been back in a gym, I've saw... I've just felt so much better. It's insane. It has helped me get back into a routine and it's helping me find my love for fitness again. I haven't been this excited to work out in so long. Like I could cry happy tears, which is might sound ridiculous to some of you, but that's like what I do for fun is I go to the gym and it lets me just release everything. And especially right now with this pandemic and so many things going on in the world, there's been so much tension that I have in my body that just doesn't get released the same way from an at-home workout as it does in a gym. So it's been great. I am thrilled. And I'm if everything closes it down again, I'm going to be very, very upset. So probably don't talk to me for a little bit if that happens, unless you want some sass and nobody wants that. If you asked me in the beginning of 2020, if I thought I wouldn't be allowed to enter a gym, I would have looked at you like you had 10 heads. So right now I'm thriving again. Another reason this was a good week is It was Barkley's one year since he was adopted day. I literally cannot imagine my life without him around. 
he's the best little bug. I know he's probably, to most people, he seems like a crazy boy. He is a very crazy boy, loves to play, loves attention, but he is the goodest boy and I wouldn't change him in the world. I am so lucky that I got him in my life for sure. So real quick, how I ended up adopting Barkley, it's kind of a funny story. So I do, I host community service events with work and we hosted one at an animal shelter, mostly dogs. And we were just supposed to be there to walk the dogs and help clean stuff for them. So everyone goes and they get paired with these dogs and they're all older, like nowhere near puppy status. And I'm the last one to go since I am the organizer of the event. And they're like, oh, here, you can take his name was Kilo at the time. You can take Kilo for a walk. They pair me with the cutest little puppy. Everyone else has these older dogs that would be, I hate to say it, a little bit easier to say no to. But I'm walking this puppy and he is having his best day of his life out in the yard. So we're walking through the city and we come back and the lady's like, do you want to play with him? come on, who doesn't want to play with a puppy when they come back? Like you just bonded with them walking. Like they don't get this kind of attention too often. Yeah, I want to play with the puppy. So I'm sitting there and one of my friends from work, she had signed up. We're just sitting there in the room and this dog is loving every second of it, jumping all over me. Then everyone else starts getting back with their dogs because they had bigger dogs so they could take longer walks. So they're coming in and sitting down and calling this puppy to come over to them. And he's just not. He's literally just doing circles around me and like licking me and jumping all over, like loves me. And the lady's like, oh, my God, like he really enjoys you. He's up for adoption in two days. He can go on Friday. It was a Wednesday. I'm like, oh, my God, he's so cute. I'm taking pictures. I'm sending them to my roommate like dude, he's so cute. And she's like, you have to get him. Like, look at him. So I go home. I take the paperwork with me. I talk to my landlord. He okays everything. I talk, call the people back, tell them I want to adopt him. Well, there he was two days later in my apartment. He was the most unplanned child I hope to ever have, but he was the best unplanned child that I could have imagined so I love him it was love at first bite he is a crazy but he's so good and I love him and I my voice changes like that like he turns me into a full-on simp but sometimes you have to simp good such a good boy so this past weekend it was actually just the two of us me and Barkley for the weekend we definitely got to spend some quality bonding time we haven't had alone time lately he was outside with me by the pool and within 10 minutes it's been so hot here within 10 minutes he's standing by the gate looking at me like mom can I please go back inside so of course I let him go back inside he looked like he was so upset I had this bowl of ice cubes and he literally took out each ice cube and ate all of them and just left the water in there I I, I don't know what to tell he's a weirdo that one But since it's been such a good week, I feel like we should have a feel-good story on here for the first time ever. I always am telling these like ridiculous stories of where I've gotten screwed over, but I want to instill some form of hope in finding the good men that are out there because I've definitely encountered a few. I just don't necessarily talk about them as much, which is really sad. So I'm going to talk about one this week. It just hasn't worked out in the end for a variety of reasons on the good ones that I have found, but they do exist. I promise. I've seen it with my own eyes. And because I've seen it and I've experienced it, 
I won't settle for anything less than that, which is the real reason I would rather be single than be in a relationship that doesn't make me fully happy or like it's worth it. If we're not compatible and I'm not head over heels about someone, I'm not going to stay in it to spare someone's feelings or because I'm getting the attention from someone or because I feel like I need validation because I don't. I don't want just anyone. I want someone who is going to treat me with respect, ask important questions to learn who I am, and also to show me that they care about my well-being. I don't want to be with someone who doesn't give a shit about me. Like I need to see that you care about me as a person and like what's happening in my life. So let's dive into it. I met this guy on a dating app. I'll preface it with that. Shocking, I know. I meet a lot of guys on dating apps. But honestly, you can meet really good ones on dating apps. You have to give it a solid chance. Yes, you can meet awful, horrible, 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 horrible bad ones too. But if you don't take the time to search for them, you're never going to find the four-leaf clover in the pack. Like there's so many people on these apps. If you just take a few minutes to seriously look read what their profile says, not just stare at the pictures. Like you're going to find some good ones. I, I swear to you, you will. I found multiple. So I matched with this guy. We're having good conversation and he asked for my number, which then led to him asking me to dinner. He took me to this Mexican place in Philly. Honestly, my friend jokes with me. If you didn't take me out for tacos, we probably didn't go on a real date. I love tacos. My friend makes fun of me for it, but I literally always end up going on dates that involve tacos. Like he'll be like, oh, do you have a date this weekend? I'll be like, maybe. Yeah, I did. And tell him like, yeah, I went on a date. And he's like, where'd you go? Oh, let me guess. You went to blah, blah, blah for tacos. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what we did. Maybe it's a different place, but who doesn't like tacos? If they're going to ask me what I want to eat, I want to eat tacos and they go well with margaritas. So it's a win-win for everyone. Like no complaints on either party. If you're going to ask me, I'm going to deliver. I'm going to tell you somewhere, take me somewhere with tacos. You can pick the place. I will judge you based off of how you pick tacos in this city. (laughs) He asked me to go to dinner at 8 p.m. on Monday night. Why do I remember the exact time of our first date, you may ask? Because I'm crazy. No, just kidding. Because it was bachelor season, baby. Like, I don't miss The Bachelor. I freaking love The Bachelor. Monday, 8 p.m., I'm on my couch or someone else's couch watching The Bachelor. I gave him so much shit for making me miss The Bachelor to go out on a date with him. But he could take the sarcasm. Thank goodness, because truthfully, not everyone can. Like, I can be a real asshole sometimes when I'm talking, and I don't mean for it to come off that way. It's just, like, my sense of humor. So he made a joke out of it. He was like, well, I'll make it up to you. We can have our own rose ceremony. I'm, like, going along with it. Like, I love this kind of shit, like, these stupid conversations. Like, this is what sticks out in my mind. Like, I still remember this. And I joked back to him saying, yeah, that'd be good. You can put a rose on the table and ask me if I accept the rose afterwards. And he was a good sport about it. Like, it was funny. It was a good joke. Like, a nice inside joke to get those connections started. So I meet him at the restaurant that we go to, and there's no roses in sight. Okay? No roses. Sorry, guys. We have good conversation again. He's interesting. At this point, I'm like, okay, this was a good first date. I had fun. I definitely go out with him again. Like, good personality. Seems like 
just an overall good human being in general. And that's like, I, I look for the energy. I feel that's the most important thing. You could be the hottest guy. If you don't have that like energy or charisma about you, I'm just like deuces. We're not going to be compatible. I need someone I can like banter back and forth with. So we leave the restaurant and he asks which way I'm going to walk. I point in the direction of my apartment and he's like, oh, my car is parked over there too. I'll walk with you. He doesn't live in the city. He's about 45 minutes out, I'd say. So it was super sweet for him to come all the way out there so late at night for a date with me. It just shows already that he was putting in effort to see me. Like he could have been, I have a car. So he could have said, hey, can you meet me in the middle somewhere? But no, he drove all the way in. He even offered to pick me up, but just me, how I am, I don't want to get picked up on the first date. That's just a me thing. So we get to his car and he starts to open the door while he's talking and says he has something for me. And he's like, I had a great time tonight. And he's like bending into his car and I'm super confused like what on earth is this man doing like you have something for me next thing I know this man turns around and is smiling at me holding a rose holding a rose I think my jaw dropped to be completely honest because I was not expecting it at all like what that is so thoughtful and considerate I just like what I'm still speechless about it he then goes Julia I had a great time with you tonight and I'd like to see you again will you accept this rose for a girl who loves the bachelor guys he pulled on my heartstrings so hard like that was so smooth like he knew his audience so well I started smiling and laughing because this was such a sweet gesture and of course I said yes I already thought he was a nice guy I was like yeah I'll totally go out with you again like I'll accept the rose and I gave him a big hug when he let go of me he goes wait I have something else for you I'm like what else could you possibly have for me? You just made this whole night. Like, I can't wait to go home and tell my friends because yes, that's how we are and tell them everything about this moment. Like, this is amazing. He then walks around to open the back door of his car and pulls out a full bouquet of roses that he gives to me. A full bouquet of roses. Oh my God. He's like, here, I figured I couldn't just give you one if you accepted the rose. Like, take, I got this whole thing for you. I'm like, what? You, you got me flowers on our first date? Is this real? Are you real? Like, what? what is happening? I couldn't tell you the last time someone gave me flowers. I think I died inside from the sweetness. It was so cute. He got all the points, major, major, major points. Oh my gosh. It's so sweet. After that, I'm like super giddy. Of course he asked if I wanted to ride home. And once he hit that, I was like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. You can drop me off. Like you just gained trust points right there. Thank you. So he drops me off, gives me a hug in the car, doesn't try to pressure me into a kiss. And by the end of the day, I was like, wow, this guy's amazing. Walk into my apartment just like throw myself on the couch because I'm pretty sure my roommate was asleep and I was just like what just happened who is he and how did he end up here I don't know like I this was in the middle of a rut I feel like too I don't think I had had a good guy the last guy that I really had liked like 
broke my heart like really broke it so this one just it finally was like wow like get your ass up and get it together girl so he texted me when he got home that night to let me know that he had a good time and that he'd like to see me again when I had time so sweet putting into consideration my schedule not just his so the next weekend was valentine's day and this is when valentine's day was on a friday throughout the next week during our texting conversation he brought up the fact that it was valentine's day on his own guys he brought it up himself i definitely wouldn't have brought it up and probably would have avoided the topic altogether if we're being real Because, like, that's a big step. Valentine's Day isn't something for a couple who's gone on one date, in my opinion. If Even if we were, like, talking for a month and had gone on a few dates, I wouldn't expect the guy to do anything crazy. Like, maybe get me flowers or, like, even I'd probably... This is so sad that I expect this little from men. Even for him to be, like, happy Valentine's Day that would probably suffice, which is honestly ridiculous. It should be more than that. But so he asks me if I would go out with him on Valentine's Day after we went on one date prior to this and we were maybe talking for about two weeks. I don't even think it was that. I'm pretty sure it was less. I was totally stunned and I was like, yes, I will definitely go out with you. I'm pretty sure the last time I went on a Valentine's Day date was back in college and we never even went out anywhere because we were long distance and poor college students and things are just difficult and sticky and messy and it just wasn't the same. So we're going to call this guy Valentine since we did go out on Valentine's Day. It'll just make things so much easier. So Valentine was 28, but where I'm telling you now, not all guys in their late 20s are this mature. by any means like I've dated the same age and older and some of them are way worse than some 21 year olds out there so just because he's 28 doesn't mean anything so Valentine texts me one day and says he's going to come up with a few date ideas and then I get to pick which one we actually do the next morning I wake up I have a text on my phone that has three different fully thought out dates and a message that said, I get to choose which one of the three dates that we actually do. Talk about effort and showing me you care. This just proves if a guy likes you and wants to put the effort in, he will, guys, he will. And I am the worst at taking my own advice because I do it all the time. If a guy isn't doing something for me, I'm like, oh, but this excuse, but that excuse, like, no, there's, there's not an excuse. And I know I'm saying this and going back on it in my personal life, but it's just the truth. So I'll break down the three date ideas for you guys. This guy is amazing. His mother raised him so well. I'm so impressed and I love her. I don't, I've never met her, but I love her. First date he has planned. So first thing on the itinerary, because each date has its own itinerary. First thing, you go to the Liberty Observation Deck, which is a building in Philly where you go to the top of the skyscraper and you can see the entire city from the top. I had never been there before, but I've heard it's super, super pretty. It's like if you were in New York City, if you'd go to the top of the Rockefeller Center or in Chicago, that tall building where it's all glass at the top and you can see the whole city. Same thing, same concept. So after we would do that, then we would go to dinner 
And then we would go see a live comedy type show where they were doing a series of people who would come up on the stage and tell their most horrific and comedic dating stories in under five minutes. This one was especially thoughtful because he knew I make this podcast. Like he knew about it. He listens to it. He listened to it back then. He listens to it now. Sometimes he'll text me and be like, yo, it was a really good episode. Like, keep it up. You're doing great. So he knew everything. And he knew that I, first off, would enjoy the comedic aspect because I can appreciate that kind of thing. But also that what they were doing live was basically what I did in a weekly podcast. Like this podcast, for the most part, I tell the stories of situations that happen in my dating life and who hurt them along the way. Well, that's literally what these people were doing. The second date idea was skating outdoors at Dilworth Park, which is just an outdoor ice skating rink in the middle of Center City. Then we would do hot chocolate and dinner somewhere, followed by walking around the Christmas village that they have set up, which is super, super cute. I love the Christmas village. Third date would be he makes dinner for me at his place. We would make chocolate strawberries. And then here's the kicker. We would watch the episode of The Bachelor that he made me miss from the week before when we were out on our date. How cute is that? He even had it scheduled out to like what time he would pick me up and drive me home that night. He was not insinuating that I would spend the night at all. And his curfew was strict, like more strict than my parents curfew for me was when I was in high school. I'm pretty sure he was going to have me home by midnight on his clock. Like, wow, wow impressive there are so many options I know you're like what the hell like did you choose spit it out I chose the first option aka the liberty observation deck then dinner and then the comedy show valentine was super excited about it he had everything booked and planned immediately this is so impressive because he literally came up with all of this and found openings when there was only about two days until valentine's day It's so hard to get reservations in general on Valentine's Day. And he went so far outside of the box to make something work for me, which was one of the nicest things someone has ever done for me. People plan Valentine's Day for months. And this man pulled all these types of ideas out of a hat in like 24 hours and then made them come through. That is dedication and hard work because I... I don't know if I could, if I'd be able to do it. Maybe if I really, really like someone, like I'd figure something out, but I don't know that that's a lot of work. I'll throw in now the, uh, asshole part of me that was also happening while Valentine was doing all this because this Valentine and I didn't work out. So jackass me was talking to a guy before I matched with Valentine and before we went out on a date but I hadn't met up with said guy I was talking to yet. We'll call this other man Curious George. (laughs) There's like a thing with that, but I'm not going to call him out. So I was talking to Curious George before I met Valentine. Curious George and I had been talking a lot. We were pretty much the same person, but I knew he was moving. He knew that I was planning on moving, so we weren't really sure whether or not we should even go out. It was kind of one of those things like, Eh, like we might as well a lot of times things don't go well when you do meet someone on a dating app like I'm not gonna lie a lot of times they don't so 
we ended up deciding we were going to meet and go on a date and just have fun and see what happened because in the end we were both moving if we never saw each other again like what the hell what does it matter it's just one night out this date with curious george happened on thursday night aka february 13th aka the night before valentine's day which turned into actually being out on valentine's day together once 12 a.m hit so I guess I kind of had two Valentine's Day dates after not having one in years. <laughs> I don't know. But it was that good of a date. I'm talking dinner at seven, sitting at the table for th- for three hours, not realizing how long we're sitting there, move to another bar to play games and move to another bar until we shut it down type good. This really definitely complicated things to say the least. <laughs> So Curious George was at my apartment on Valentine's Day before I went out on this date that I had with Valentine until I left for the gym around like 3.30 p.m. And he had no idea that I had an actual Valentine's Day date planned for the night. (sighs) Curious George was supposed to move on Saturday of this Valentine's Day weekend, but he decided he was going to leave later on Sunday so that we could spend the time together before he left. Because when I tell you the date was good, the date was really good. Like we were literally the same. Curious George deserves his own episode, so I'm not going to get too much into him right now. But Curious George, he leaves when I leave for the gym. And now I have to hurry the fuck up to get my ass ready for this date with Valentine. I'm like speeding through my workout, which if you know me, I do not. I do not, and I repeat, I do not miss or rush a workout for a man because I will not give up something that I love like that for someone else. If you don't have the time to plan something with me and make it a point to schedule an event that we are going to, then why am I going to give up one of the things I love to make due to your schedule? The whole point is we come up with a plan together and then I will rearrange my gym session time if I need to for you. But I'm not just going to ditch it for you. That's not how this works. But in this particular situation, I had plans in advance. I knew about them and I was the one that was late because I was being an asshole. So yes, I did rush my gym session and I'm trying to get home and get ready and just like be a human that's focused on Valentine for the night. A few hours later, Valentine shows up at my apartment to pick me up and he's dressed so nicely and he has another bouquet of flowers for me. He literally just got me a bouquet of flowers like the week before and he has another one in his his hands for me. I still had the last bouquet of roses sitting in a water bottle vase in my kitchen because we couldn't find any legit vases because we're not used to getting flowers from men. How sad is that, that I didn't have any vases? And me and my roommate are not plant people. (laughs) I'll say that. So it's not like we just had things sitting around. Valentine also brings dog treats that are in the shape of roses for Barkley. This man was doing absolutely everything right everything I'm an asshole I am totally an asshole so I put the gifts in my apartment and we walked to his car he drives us to the observation deck which was beautiful highly recommend going to see it if you haven't before it's 
a super cool sight to see. Then we did dinner where we had some pretty good conversation. And finally, we went to the comedy show. It was such a sick spot. It was like a dive type club that was turned into this makeshift comedy club. And I was peeing my pants, laughing, cracking up the whole night. It was so much fun. You got to rate the stories of who was best during it, and then you handed it in at the end. So Valentine and I had a bliss going back and forth debating the skits, and like in between, we'd just be like cracking jokes to each other. Like It was a great time. And then after the show was over, Valentine dropped me off at my apartment and kissed me goodnight. He let me know when he got home, and I, to this day, feel so bad that it happened that way. But you can't choose when certain things come into your life. There were several reasons I couldn't see myself with Valentine and none of them were that he did too many nice things for me. I think every girl out there deserves to be treated and should be treated how Valentine treated me. And that's not the first guy who's treated me like that. Like there have been multiple cases Women deserve to feel special and every man should want to make this happen for them. The little things are the most important. Valentine is a great guy. He deserves the best that's out there. I hope he's going to eventually find his person. I know he's going to find it. He recently just moved across the country pursuing a new career path and we're still like friends. Like he's a good person in general. There is no bad blood. Like we went on two dates and that was that. The most important piece of advice I can give you on how to break it off with someone when you know you're not fully invested in them is to just be honest with them as soon as you realize that this is the case. If I had ghosted Valentine, because like I said, we only went on two dates, but two dates is enough. At that point, you kind of, you might not know who they are totally, but like if they're a good person and you have even somewhat of remote respect for them you put in the effort they put in the effort you should tell them that you're not interested they put their time into this and their time is precious your time is precious so is theirs so just be upfront in how you feel if I had ghosted him or brushed it off somehow, we wouldn't be on good terms. And he doesn't deserve that. And no one deserves that. It's hard. It's really, really, really hard to tell someone that they're not the person you see yourself with or that you just don't want to be that with them for whatever reason. But it's better to give them an answer than to ignore the situation. And I'm not saying that you need to go into full detail. It can literally be as simple as, hey, I'm sorry. I know we've gone out a few times, but I'm just not feeling it. Like, that's it. You don't owe them a reason. You just owe them a response as to why you're no longer going to be in their life and why you plan on acting that way. It just helps everyone get past things and it's the mature way to end something. Like be an adult. We are adults at this point. It's not like you're a teenager running around anymore. You're a full ass adult. Figure it out. Like I said, Valentine and I had only been on two dates, but I respected him and I wanted to make sure that he knew I respected and I did care for him. It's not like I went on these dates for him with him and I was like, oh, he's an asshole. Like he's just hot and that's the only reason I'm here. No, he's a good human being. All I did was text him saying that I didn't see it working out for us and that honestly, there's someone else I met that I could see it working out with. So I didn't want to lead him on like that because that's messed up. You're just wasting more of his time. And guess what? He was cool about it. Yes, I know sometimes you could get really cruel backlash for being honest about your feelings because I've had that happen to me too. And 
that's not really fair, but most of the time you're going to be respected for your honesty and care for the other person's feelings. Personally, I'd rather know it's good than be left in the dust to fend for myself and ask myself what, what, what went wrong and where because that just puts you in your head so much and you spiral and you do stupid shit and you drunk text and you get with their best friend. Like all of those toxic things that you talk to your therapist about could be avoided if the person you were with just told you to your face that they didn't want to be with you. My best piece of advice would be to be upfront, no matter how hard it is. You have to put yourself first, but you can do that while also being considerate of the other person's feelings. I hope this shows you that there are really good people out there. If you're stuck in a situation where you feel just that, like you're just stuck and like there's nothing better out there for you, I promise you there is. I've been there multiple times. Just give it a chance. You're not going to find better if you keep yourself grounded in the same situation, never giving yourself a chance to grow and better yourself and your life. Be in tune with what you want and you will find a way to get there. It's determination. Manifest the shit out of it. I'm not kidding. Start this weekend, okay? Sit down. Be honest with yourself because that's the only way to get anywhere is to be truthful with you. If you're not honest with yourself, how can you be honest with someone else? Are you really happy with every aspect in your life? And if the answer is no, take some time to work on it. I know I have areas I work to improve all the time because guess what? I'm not happy in every aspect of life. No one is. Everyone has an issue underlying somewhere. But the difference between you and someone else could be that you work on it and try to be better, whereas they sit on it and allow themselves to be sad. You are in control of your own happiness. As much as you might think that you're not, you are. So enjoy your weekend. Know that there's good people in the world and someone will be good to you if they're not already. And stand up for yourself. That's what you have to do. My standards are so high. This is why. And guess what? That's okay with me. I will let them be high. I would so much rather them be up in the sky and like work towards that than be under the ground and me with tears in my eyes all the time. So happy Thursday. I'm off tomorrow. I'm pumped. I think it's going to rain, but I'll make the most of it, do something for myself. I don't know what. We'll see. Maybe I'll schedule a gym appointment. We love, love to see a short work week for me anyways. Guys, my eyebrows, oh my God, trust me, they need some work, but I'm getting them done next week, so they'll be better, I promise. Stay safe out there. Please, please, please wear your mask, but have some fun. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.